Everybody. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't know what to call this because it's not really a Hey Kids Comics. Perhaps this could be the first episode of The Palace of Glittering Delights, which is the one I'm going to do after Michael leaves me. Oh, okay. And deserts me. Right. Uh, so, this isn't Hey Kids Comics, but it is very special. I am with my bestest friend, Scott Allison. Say hello, Scott. Hello. Uh, I've been trying to get Scott on the show for God ages, mm. and you've always been very, oh, I don't want to do that. Because you're very shy, naturally, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, it was much more, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you take a piss out the accent now, okay? Uh, that's good start, good start. Yeah. No, it isn't. Scott is actually Scottish, you wouldn't believe that <clears throat> from his accent. And we've known each other, what, 25 years now? I was looking at the, yeah. Um, yes. Yes, and yeah, we're, in, we're in the pub. Well, we're outside of the pub, because it's very noisy in the pub. It's the... 
Hence the birdies in the background, yes. And what we're going to talk about for an hour before the rest of our friends show up is the Veronica Mars movie, which came out yesterday. But first we need to establish who you are, because our lovely listeners will not know who you are. Scott moved down from Scotland in our second year of college. No, no, I was already in England before that. Were you? But you only came to our college. Right, so you only came to our college in the second year. We instantly got along, because one, Scott read 2000 AD, which meant that you know, anyone who reads 2000 AD can't be all bad. And secondly, you and I both were the only people who watched an inordinate amount of bad late night television. Well, I was going to give um, Stephen Moffat the credit, actually. Were you? Hmm. Press right. Gang. Yes, we bonded, press, we over, bonded press over Press Gang. gang. Yeah, and that's subse- absolutely true. Subsequently, um, every joke, other. Joking apart, yeah. Chalk to a lesser degree, uh, coupling. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten about that because I was, uh, you were the first person I met who'd watched Press Gang. Coincidentally, Stephen Moffat from Paisley. Me, from Paisley. So is David Tennant. So is David Tennant. Is that David Tennant not from Paisley? He was born in Glasgow, but his parents now live in Paisley. Right. Well, his dad does, his mum's passed away. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. No, it's alright. I'm I'm sure David Tennant's not listening to I'm up to date with current current events. Yes. Hey, I only found out Lewis Collins died yesterday. Did you? No, Thursday. Wasn't that before Christmas? Yes. But I was listening to to a podcast from before Christmas in the car the other day, and it was um, Fighting Talk on Five Live, and they play the professionals theme. And it was dedicated to late Lewis Collins. I went, what? Late? Hey, what? Do you not watch the news then? No, well... I do, but I missed that one. <laughs> right, this like, is at the pub. We're, we're slowly drinking beers, oh, so uh, we'll probably become more inebriated as we go along. I'm not editing this. I'm just going to throw it up when can't I get do it. Subtitles when I go really Scottish. No, no, no. But that's normally normally eleven o'clock at night when the whiskey comes out. Uh, is when you normally go Scottish. I started before oh. it came out. So. All right. Okay. Oh, my favourite, my absolute favourite. Scott was around our house once. <laughs> just I don't know. He brought us something on a USB stick, something nefarious, probably. Yeah. And uh, his mum phoned him on the phone. And as he was talking to his mum, his accent changed. And it was the first time I'd really witnessed a complete change in accent. My granddad, when he was talking to our Dennis, St. Helens would come back. Because mm. my granddad was in the Navy, so he was all over the world, so he lost his accent. Mm. But it's the first time I'd heard you become Scottish in a conversation. Yeah. Well, that's my excuse, is that I go, my accent goes where I go. I, I, supp- I have, allegedly, and I don't believe it, but according to my mum... I came back from America, from working in America for a few months with an American accent. With a transatlantic accent. I, I don't believe it, um, but she assures me, yes, I did have a bit of an American I'd, twang. I don't remember I don't you having an accent. No. An American accent. But, um, yes, I know I have a chameleon accent, and it just adapts to wherever I am. But what was especially funny about that was your accent was fully prominent, and then you said, right, bye, Mum, and you turned to talk to us, and it had gone. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, 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 I have... I, it just will adapt to whoever I'm talking to. Right. And I... But it's not its not a northern accent that you have. I don't know, because I don't know what it sounds like. Right. I won't listen to recordings himself. It freaks so me you're out. not going to listen to this, no. then? No. <laughs> no change there, then. <laughs> yes, absolutely no change. <laughs> Excellent, thank that's you. No, that's not a, that's not a <laughs> commentary on the podcast, merely a commentary on me and... Just you get it on X, forget it. Well, yeah, but no, I, it, it's not. It's hearing recordings of anybody I know. Just, it's just weird. It just because it doesn't. Do you want sound, to disagree with them? No, it just doesn't sound the same. Something about the recording process, to my ear, causes a distortion. Uh, I just 
don't like. See, I've got, used, just, I've got used to it. Or something about hearing a friend's disembodied voice just freaks me out. <laughs> you think I should be in the car with well, you? It, 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 it's not logical. I don't understand it, but that's just <laughs> the way it is. And it's, I say, it's not a reflection on you or, or the podcast that I just mm, can't do it. Right, okay. No, I don't know. Although, said that I did listen to the the question answer one you did you'd listen to one where I got a mention which yes. is spooky that I wanted to pick oh we that talk one about you a lot do we? yeah yeah we're always mentioning you ok now I'm worried no 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 it's never it's negative mm-hmm. it's always positive ok is, is what we want to say anyway so we're going to discuss the Veronica Mars movie because it's mm-hmm. relatively topical and you've watched it much more than I have. I suppose we should give mm. them some background, because we're a comics podcast. They may not listen to Veronica Mars. Watch Veronica oh, Mars. Yep. Veronica <laughs> Mars is a television show that started in America on... Was it UPN? Yes. Started, started on UPN. UPN in 2004. Ran for three uh, seasons till 2007. Yeah. I was thinking about this on the way over here to explain people what it's about. But what it's about is class divide. Yeah. Isn't it? It's mm. not about... Veronica per se if some if your English lit teacher was to say to you but what is it about mm. you would say well it's about the class divide mm. it's set in the fictional town of Neptune mm-hmm. which is populated by the very very wealthy mm. or soon to be wealthy or the very very poor there doesn't seem to be any middle ground no You're, and, and it, it's a powder keg ready to explode for reasons that we'll come into as we explain the plot Veronica starts being somebody who straddles the line mm. she's going out with Duncan Kane, who is mm. the son of one of the wealthiest men in Neptune which mm. is Jake Kane, who runs Kane Software mm-hmm. and her best friend is Duncan's sister Lily Kane yes. they have a certain position of prominence in the town because her father Keith Mars is the county sheriff that's right isn't it? Yeah. that's pretty much it when Lily Kane is brutally murdered Veronica's life just collapses. Duncan is forced to dump her. Keith loses his position after he accuses Jake of being the murderer of his daughter, and it all just spirals out of control. Keith becomes a private investigator after losing his job, Mm. and Veronica is basically ostracised. And that's where the first season picks up. The first season is ostensibly about the class divide, but the main thrust of the plot is Veronica throws herself into the Who Killed Lily Kane murderer because she doesn't believe that the man in jail for it, Abel Kuntz, is the murderer. And the first season is incredibly tightly plotted, and I think one of the best seasons of television ever made. I know that's a bold claim in this era of The Sopranos and Mad Men and all of that stuff, but I think the first season of Veronica is is one of the best. I, for me, it's up there with the second season of Star Trek, the third season of Next Gen, yeah. third season of Buffy, first season of the reimagined Battlestar as one of the best seasons ever made. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've shown it to a few people and they've been hooked straight away and really enjoyed it. It's brilliant. Can I have season two? Yes, and it, it's, it's so tightly plotted because it was originally pitched as a novel that mm. creator Rob Thomas re-pitched when it didn't sell as a novel to the then UPN network. Right. It um, owes the distinction, I got that wrong, it has the distinction, that's what I'm saying, of being the lowest rated American television show ever to be picked up for another season. Oh, I think I it's, it's either the lowest or one off. But it was UPN were fledging that work and didn't have great high expectations though did they no so I 
can see why that it might have got through the it, UPN process. Well, also they were desperate for shows, and the head of the network was a huge fan of the show. Absolutely. Didn't know that, but and demographically, it was appealing to, to the, the court. The nobody was watching it, but the nobody that was watching it the was the prime demographic. Okay, yeah. In addition, it was getting a lot of com- column inches as a critical darling, mm. which normally follows short-lived. Mm. Mm. So that was it, because it's got a very pretty cast, yes. hasn't it? So yeah. it was obviously getting a lot of magazine inches because of that as well. Kristen Bell plays Veronica. It was very pretty. Very. But the rest of the cast, even the men, and we, you know we don't swing that way, but even the men, you can yeah. go, yeah, handsome man. Yeah. Very handsome men. So the cast was very... My favourite is Keith. Yes. I relate to Keith an inordinate amount. Enrico is a very good actor. And Enrico Colantoni is an excellent actor. Currently in person of interest. Uh, yes. So that's where you may know him from if or you know Galaxy Quest. Or Galaxy Quest. Yes, he was brilliant in Galaxy Quest. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic yeah. in that. Um, he did a cop thing, but I can't remember the name of it. Oh, the Canadian thing, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah, he did that for four yeah. seasons, yes, which I never watched, mm. but I am aware of it. Me Second season got picked up, not <laughs> quite as good as the first, it's fair to say. Uh, it's not bad. No. Don't by any stretch of the imagination. It was still one of the best TV shows on the earth, mm. not as tightly plotted, I didn't think. Um, I still enjoyed it. I no, no, I don't. I, I, not I enjoy. That's the, see, that's the thing I, with I, this. When I, you say no, this wasn't no. as good as this, people say, "Well, you hate that." Well, no, I don't. No, 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 no. no but I, 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 I don't analyze things in quite the same way you do. No, I do watch critically, don't yes, I? I'm just like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, pr- fire battery pressure. It's <laughs> pretty much your approach to things, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't quite dumb it down quite that much. Yeah, Alright, the second season ambles along quite nicely. Yeah. The mystery of the, the bus explosion and, and some characters went away and some came back and it was all it was good. It's not bad. By this point it yeah. picked up a number of famous fans, Stephen King, Kevin Smith, Joss Whedon. Two of those appeared in the second season. Yes. In cameo guest appearances. Again for the chopping block at the end of season two. Yes. Saved again by the fact that the head of the network was a fan of the show, and, and it became CW. CW. And they were again desperate for shows yes. because they were a fledgling network. And um, demographically, they, again, same reason. They were able to set their sights a bit lower than the mainstream networks. Mm. So Veronica again picked up for a third year. Mm. Now she's in college. The third season was the one most meddled with production-wise. Originally, it had a big, long season arc. As the first two seasons did, this was knocked on the head by the production people who wanted not a season-long arc. It was split into three separate stories to run over the season. This was also nixed at the end when they lost, they chopped two episodes off the production schedule, so there's only 20 episodes in season three. And because of the whole, no, 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 just make standalones, the last... It's four or five episodes are all standalone mysteries, mm. as opposed to seasonal arcs. This yeah. was because of interference from the network or the production studio or whatever. That always ends well. Yes, well, it did, and the show ended with um, a very bittersweet ending. Keith essentially loses his run for... Is he running for Murr or running back for Sherry? He, he, he runs for Sheriff again. And it gets bollocked up for him by Veronica not being able to leave well enough alone. And he basically sacrifices his career for his daughter. Mm. And the season ends very downbeat because it's Detective Noir. Mm. And that's how Detective Noir ends. 
Yeah. Series was cancelled. Nobody thought it would come back. Although throughout the last six or seven years, they have talked about trying to get a movie off the off the block. Almost from the day it was cancelled, they were talking about that. Joel Silver apparently did attempt to get a movie made. Uh, it didn't happen for various different reasons until it got saved by Kickstarter. So you could probably argue a case this could not have happened at any other time in history. Yeah. Even Star Trek, even though you could argue Star Trek was brought back because of the fans, Paramount must have seen some money in it. Well, they did after the movies. It was, it was, they were, weren't they? Oh, that was my understanding, was that the next generation was to try and cash in on the films. And more, the, more than anything, not because of the fans. And no, well, the, the, next, the, the, the fan next base, gen was money. Yeah, but it, but it was... Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, the fan base would have helped, but if the films hadn't been successful, whether you agree they were good or bad, is irrelevant. They yes, were, they, they were, were financially successful. Financially successful, Paramount, they pretty much saved Paramount. And then Next Gen went on to sort of... Just a flagship show yeah. for many years. And for syndication, it, yeah, it bankrolled Paramount for years and still does, I suppose. Yeah, in many ways. So the Kickstarter campaign, of which we were both backers, yes. we both supported the Kickstarter campaign, uh, broke records. They raised the two million that they wanted. Two million in the, uh, within a day. No, they raised a million in the fastest time ever on Kickstarter. The the third highest film or the third highest project ever on Kickstarter, something like yeah. that. They ultimately raised five point something million, close yeah. to six million dollars, which mm. was what three times what they wanted yeah. to make the movie. So it was one of the most successful Kickstarter campaigns ever. I don't think that will ever happen again. I think what Veronica Mars has done is a trailblazer, and everyone else who's done it now, it will be the studios not wanting to fund something. Certainly the criticisms that have come along afterwards is, you are rich people, why are you asking us to fund this? Spike Lee tried to do what? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that for people on the internet. Oh, you're, you're paying twice, you're paying... No, I'm paying for a Blu-ray, I'm paying for a digital download, I'm paying for a T-shirt, I'm paying for a signed poster. I chose to pay for those things. Yeah, we chose to buy the, the film. And it just so happened that a film got made as well. Now, I have no... I'm not... I'm not going to cinema and watch it, mainly because there isn't a cinema handy, but... It's on its showcase in Manchester. Yeah, we considered of Manchester. going. Yeah, but it's not... It, it's, considering we've already coughed up. Yes. Yeah. It, it would be... If it was the Empire Cinema, which we're looking at right now... Yeah, just over the road. Which is over the road, then I would have considered it. But it's not. And I'm just thinking, nah, I've already spent my money. I'm going to get a Blu-ray. I've got a download. I'm quite happy. Yes. Um, no, I, I was quite happy to watch it at home on my television. And all these people thanks to go, you. Oh, it's wrong, it's wrong. No, it's not wrong. It wouldn't have happened without Kickstarter. Okay, yeah, one of us are going to make a ton of cash out of it. I'm sure they are. But then maybe they'll think twice about cancelling shows or maybe they'll think twice about greenlighting projects, other projects. Of a lower budget. Of a lower budget. And, and it can't do any harm to see how it goes. It's, it's an experiment. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm happy. I've got my film. I've got my mm. T-shirt and posters. And, well, I haven't got a poster yet, but I'll get all my goodies. I'll be quite happy. Yeah. Um, I'm not a dissatisfied Kickstarter. No. I, it's, but, and, and that's... But, I, I mean, I've done two or three Kickstarter and, and more recently Pledge Music stuff for, for albums. I get my album. I get a nice signed poster. I get a T-shirt. I'm perfectly happy. Um, yeah, ultimately, it's... It's down to you if yeah. you want to pledge money, if yeah. you want to see this thing. I wanted to see a Veronica Mars movie. 
Rob Thomas, the creator, made it quite clear without this Kickstarter campaign, Warner Brothers weren't making it. No. It's as simple as that. They basically said, we will market and release the film, but you've got to give us the money. We don't think there's an audience there. No. So without the Kickstarter, the, the film wouldn't exist, mm. is the bottom line. And I am quite happy to show my support in that way. Mm. I gave them, I think I paid $60, so I don't get the Blu-ray, do I get the DVD? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember what the thing was. Anyway. I, but I, 200 bucks, I get the Blu-ray. Is that what you pledged? Yes. Jeez. I was working by then. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that's fair enough. I have kids, so I went for the lower option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, I, I, but, but it was like, I get a signed poster. Not going to get that anywhere else. No. Nope. So I get something unique. I get Blu-ray, which I was going. I would have bought, bought anyway. I don't have to buy it now. Um, I get the digital download, and I get. Did you not consider it? pledging for the premiere? No. Was that too much? Well, yeah, pretty much. Because and there aren't any over here. Have to be no, they States. said you would. You would have, have to, to, to fly, fly out to the states. Yeah. And, Oh, that's, that's fair. That's, that, well, it was it, yeah. It was I don't know. What was it thousand, two thousand bucks plus plane fare and yeah, it would, it and hotel? Wouldn't mean too much, really. Um, and me not being a people person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is another thing we bonded over. <laughs> Our mutual loathing of people. Loathing's <laughs> rather a strong word. I know. Oh, I think it's out. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, the film came out yesterday as we are recording yes. this. It's had a multi-platform release it has been released in selected cinemas throughout the world the digital download came out on the same day the DP and the Blu-ray are to follow yes is my understanding do we have a release date for them yet? I think they're talking May right okay that's fair enough I can look at that I've got a copy now thanks to you <laughs> I do have my digital download that I pledged for so, yes, so you know yeah, so you, you paid for digital download yes. it just happens that the one they were offering was rather poor quality yes so you know apparently Rob sent another email last yes, night yes I read that last that night if you want to either their customer services they'll try and sort you out with an alternative source whether that be iTunes yeah well see with me I just, I just didn't want the entire family sat around the computer screen well, is that, yeah that's, that's the thing is that it because it's on Flickster, you yeah. can only watch it through the Flickster app. And it's not a widely available app. Well, it's, it's on tablets, it's on PCs, it's not on many, it's on one TV right. in the UK. So it might be more widely available outside the UK. In the UK, it's available on one Sony television and a couple of um, set-top boxes, I think. Right. But it, it's, it's not on... I mean, I would say the flagship TVs in this country would be Sony, Samsung, Panasonic... If it's not available on their smart TVs, it's not widely available. Right. And it's not. So I think they missed the trick there. Their argument was, oh, it was the only platform we could get it out to everybody simultaneously around the world. And now they're going, ah, but if you get in touch with us, we can get it on iTunes. You can get it on. That's the thing is, it's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on plenty of services that are available pretty much worldwide. I think they chose to go with Flixster because it was cheaper. Yeah. Based on the fact that it's so crap... I think it's the cheaper option. <laughs> I could be wrong, but the fact is that everybody's complaining about it. Everybody slagged it off, um, saying, that, you know, Flickster, poor quality, crap app, crap customer service, blah, blah, blah. It makes me think that it was probably the cheapest option. And I can't really knock them for that, because if they spent all the money on the distribution, they'd have less money to make the film. Yes. But 
Warner Bros. was supposed to be back in distribution, so you got to think, did Warner Bros. go, yeah, we don't want to pay for... Yeah. We no, don't want to pay Apple, we don't want to pay Amazon, whatever. But now they've had to backtrack and say, well, we might be able to sort something out. Right. See, Rob in the email said that it went with Flickster because it was the only one who could guarantee worldwide yeah. release on the, on the same day. But then, but after midnight, I went on iTunes in the UK, it was there. Right. I went on Amazon Prime in the UK. So it was they could have just given you a code they for you could, your distribution yeah. module of choice. My, I would have said, you should have, they sent us a survey yeah. saying, what t-shirt size do you want? When do you want it sending? Stuff like that. Why wasn't there a question that says, if you've got a digital copy, which service would you prefer? Mm. And they could have got some feedback then that said, well, I'd prefer to get it on Amazon, I'd prefer to get it on iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Based on that feedback, they could have gone, oh, hang on, we've got half a million, a million people in the UK here that would really like to get it on iTunes. Maybe we send them an iTunes code yeah. rather than a Flixster code. That I appreciate that would have been more complicated, but it's really cost them in terms of PR. It's really cost There's a lot of really angry people on them on the um, Kickstarter site that are not happy bunnies. Personally, I, I found a source of a 720p copy. I'm quite happy. But, um, <laughs> That's my boy. And I shouldn't have had to, but I don't feel bad about it. I paid for a yeah, digital I, copy. I, I have not. My argument not is exactly the put same. Anybody, I've not... Not, uh, you've not inconvenienced anyone. I have not defrauded anybody. Frauded anybody. I, have, I have just chosen to get it from a better quality source yeah. so that I could watch it on my television in comfort. Not, not that my computer chair isn't comfortable, but it's just not the same. Yes, and basically Scott emailed me the night before. He told me about the feedback that was going down in Australia. I just fired him an email back saying, well, that's a bummer because me and Angela and Anya and Michael all wanted to watch it on our TV. Yes. That's a bit crap. Which was that, that By the next morning, you had once again come through for me with a link to a 720p copy, meaning we could watch it on our TV. I like you... I don't feel that this was illegal in the strictest sense of the word. We, no, we have paid. Technically, yes, probably, but morally, no. No, morally, I don't feel bad about it, because we've paid for this download. As far as I'm concerned, I've got the Flickster download, but because of you, we were all able to watch it on our comfy sofa on the big screen TV. Yeah. Um, well, I've not, I don't feel that that's fraud. No. And I, and it's my opinion. Yeah. And if lessons are learned from this so that future Kickstarter projects, if they were to happen whether it be VMAR or anything else can learn things, ah, if we're going to offer a digital download, let's be sensible about this, let's ask people who their preferred provider is mm. and see if we can provide it yeah. through that route, because it wasn't it wasn't like iTunes didn't have it or Amazon didn't have it, they did but they wanted 14 quid for it it's like, yes. yeah, I've already paid 200 bucks, I'm not paying any more. Well he said that in the emails, well I don't want you to pay again. Yeah so it, it, it could have been handled better and I'm sure other projects will learn from the experience yeah there's been nothing like it so it, it's, it's, yeah. it's a learning curve it's, it's understandable that they'll make mistakes yeah. it's, it's all depend on whether they want to watch it and fix that yeah before we get into movie do you want another drink then since you've polished your pint off might be a good idea it might be an excellent idea so we'll take a break I may have to do a little bit of editing then and uh, I may put a promo in or something and uh, we'll get Are another you Robert beer Llewellyn? I am Robert Llewellyn yes. no, 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 you've oh, got, you've got, didn't you I've got Robert Llewellyn saying uh, <laughs> you're listening to Hey Kids Comics Mr Lister Sir I've got that but I've not got a, an advert of Robert Llewellyn I want to meet him He's a lovely man. He's an absolutely lovely bloke. I've been watching his podcast. He's, he's, he's You've been watching his podcast? 
Yes. Oh, is it, is it a video it, podcast? Yeah, it's oh, it, right. oh, called a Carpool. Yes. Oh, I've only ever listened to oh, that. Oh, no, no, watch Carpool. All right. It is brilliant. It's him in a car interviewing people. And it's just <laughs> fantastic. It really is. It's And it's just... A, it, people I would never have thought were interesting turn out to be interesting. Okay. And he's just... I mean, he, he has... You know, there's, there's the usual... Everybody from Red Dwarf are in it at one point or another. But you have Patrick Stewart in there. He's got um, um, people that I wouldn't know. But, you know, people that the Patrick Stewart one. He's very funny. Yeah, but he's got he's got, he's got um, you know techie people, but um, people doing green projects stuff like because he's driving around an electric car. He's trying to promote electric cars. His current podcast is fully charged. Yeah, it's all about you know eco driving and that kind of stuff. Um, but Carpool is, is really brilliant. It's got a brief stint on Dave TV channel over here in the UK. Um, I'm guessing the ratings weren't great. Because <laughs> didn't didn't see the second, second series, no. <laughs> but I don't think it really should have been made a TV show. It, it works best as a podcast. It's a camera sometimes a bit shaky and the audio's not always brilliant, but it just it that adds to its charm. It, it does. And Robert is really, really good. He's, he's, he's just a nice he's, he's, man. Yeah, he's a really nice bloke, and uh, I, I, um, I just think yeah, it. it Unfortunately, he doesn't seem to be doing any more. He keeps saying he's going to do more, but fully charged seems to be keeping him busy. And I think there's talking more Red Dwarf, isn't there? Yes, there's talk of another series so of Red that's Dwarf. Probably going to keep him busy. So hmm. anyway, all right, then you go and get us another beer. Okay. I will come with you to get one, and that's before I'm beeping. And we'll be back after this break to talk about the Veronica Mars movie. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am back! You need to take the trash out. Hey, I'm trying to make a trailer for a podcast. Oh, you mean Supermates, the husband and wife geek cast? Why, yes, that is what I mean. The show where you and I discuss all things geeky. Comics, TV, movies, books, you name it. Well, are you going to tell them that you can find the show at www.supermatescomic.blogspot.com? Well, I think you kind of already did. And that new shows will be posted bi-weekly, every two weeks? I was, but you just kind of did that too. Well, see, now you can go take out the trash. Great. So join us, Cindy. And Chris. Franklin, for the Supermates, the husband and wife geek cast, at supermatescomic.blogspot.com. Oh no, we have returned from the pub. And so, the film... Oh yes, we we liked the film. Oh yeah. So we'll be back next week. <laughs> film opens with a, an extended prologue, teaser, reminder of the series. Yeah. Does it not? Veronica is now in New York, learning to be a lawyer. Mm. She receives a phone call from on again, off again boyfriend Logan Eccles. He has been charged with murdering his girlfriend, uh, a former high school student that Veronica knew. That's true, yeah. isn't it? Although we find well, it actually starts with. Veronica being interviewed. Yes, by Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. We're not bo- spoilers. We're not bothered. No, no, the, we are going to spoil the film. Yeah, I, okay. I'm going to put that in the show now. Okay, good. Yeah. Bit difficult to talk about. Though. Yes, yes, we are going to spoil the film. So if you've not seen the film, go away, as Charlie Brooker would say. Yeah. Turn us off. Go and watch it. Come back. Yeah. If you're not bothered, don't come to me crying that we've ruined the film for you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interview with Jamie Lee Curtis for Big Law Firm. And then cut to Piz. 
Piznowski. Stosh? Stosh, Stosh Piznowski, her boyfriend from college. Yes, who she's still with, surprisingly. No, no, no absolutely. But they explain that, though. They do. Um, he's in a radio station doing some kind of... Well, he, he was a radio... He was a college yes, DJ college in the series. DJ, so he now appears to be working in a radio station in New York. Yeah. Um, cue some sort of Kickstarter gag. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> then cut to... Uh, the two of them walking through his offices going, they mentioned the sex tape? Yes. Yes, they mentioned <laughs> Veronica was filmed <laughs> against her knowledge, unbeknownst to her, yeah. I suppose I should say, not with against Piz. her knowledge, with Piz in the third season episode, this sex tape was broadcast. This is a plot point in the film, mm. the sex tape. Veronica, being Veronica, recovers well yeah, the, the from the sex tape being mentioned. In, in the lawyer interview, they bring it up to try and throw her, and um, she's not as she says herself, do I look ruffled? Because she's Veronica Mars. Yeah. So, Piz looks ruffled when she mentions it to him. Not surprisingly. Yeah, well, I think we should, we should have a discussion about this. I, I am not Team Logan. I think it has to be said. No, no. no. I don't think Logan was good for Veronica. Which, well, in the, in the opening monologue, she pretty much says that the, um, the anger fueled by Lily's murder possibly brought them together certainly pushed them apart yes so no he's not a healthy boyfriend but girls go for bad boys yes and as we will find out in the film he has essentially pulled his life together yeah he's he's now, now in the navy flying planes yeah yeah is it, is it navy he's wearing a white naval uniform yeah jag Yes, uh, and Thomas uh, Magnum and Al Calavici. Because so. we meet... There's a bit where he mentioned meeting up with the JAG Corps, obviously, yeah. who would be briefing him on his legal position because he gets accused... Okay, so winding back. <laughs> Pez, Veronica, in the radio studio, talking to Pizzy's boss, who's like, oh, you're the girlfriend, because she's not been introduced to his colleague. Yes. She then sees on a big screen somebody's been murdered. Turns out it's Carrie Bishop, Carrie Bishop that she went to high school with. Um, now travelling under the name Bonnie Deville. Yes. And then um, Veronica's going in for a second interview at the law firm and then gets the call from Logan to say, Veronica, I need your help. Which is kind of the tagline from the whole film is because in the, in the intro it's people saying, Veronica, I need your help. That was the everybody always went to Veronica for help yes so where are we up to I forgot yeah. <laughs> Logan's <laughs> accused of murdering yeah. Bonnie Bonnie slash so, yeah Carrie he phones Veronica I need your help she's supposed to be in, getting interviewed she then drops everything supposedly to just go and help Logan weed out lawyers so she, she goes back home to Neptune A to see her dad B to help Logan pick a lawyer supposedly yeah Piz, not too pleased with this, but goes with it. Um, cut to Veronica arriving in Neptune and Logan in his white navy dress uniform. Yes, probably one of the funniest gags in the film. You're not going to carry me out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, the, the dialogue is Rob Thomas's greatest asset. Mm. The dialogue in the film is fantastically funny. It's brilliant. All the way throughout. And there's the scene in the courtroom, not the courtroom, uh, later on, where Veronica, after Weevil, she meets Weevil, mm. 
she goes to the high school reunion to cut a long story short even though Ooh, she doesn't want to go heads, okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have to go through it scene by scene uh, she meets up with Weevil Evil, evil Eli we, we, Navarro we've had a few drinks and um, one of the most Eli interesting characters in, in the show in that because Veronica straddled the line she got along with the rich kids and well I'll say got along she knew she the rich kids with yeah, and both the poor sides of, of the divide yeah. Eli is shot mm. accidentally but uh, Veronica pretty much lays out that he's been framed and Keith's line about oh well when you lay it out like that there are holes in it <laughs> is one of the funny but Keith has the best lines in the film I think uh, yeah yeah there's, there's a but Keith is my favourite character yeah I, I, I do like some some Veronica's uh, when um, uh, Mac and, and Wallace Wallace turn up for the first time, and the, the, um, they're talking about. Oh yeah, the um, um, yeah. Keith says, "Yeah, so how, how are the freshmen? How, how is this year's freshmen looking?" <laughs> and Brian's like, "Word, you don't want your father to keep from your father's mouth." No, no, his team, he's the coach. <laughs> yeah, she gets she gets back to Neptune. She reconnects yeah. with all her old friends. Yeah. One of which is um, Mac McKenzie. Mm. Yeah, who is Cindy Mac. Cindy Mac McKenzie, who is um, the resident computer geek mm. who helped Veronica out with all her computer problems. Yeah. And I've just forgotten his name, even though I've just told it to you. Wallace well, Fennell. Wallace Fennell. Who is now a PE teacher Varsity at coach. Neptune High, the school that he originally went to and mm-hmm. was victimised at for quite mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time that he was yeah. there. The, the investigation... Continues. Veronica misses multiple opportunities to return to New York as it becomes readily apparent that Logan didn't do it. Hmm. I don't think that this was the least predictable plot in movie history. And as she said right at the beginning, I wouldn't be here if I thought you did. Yeah. Uh, There's never any doubt in the mind of the viewer that Logan didn't do it. No. I don't think. No. No, no, that's... it's, It's not a... Um, is he guilty? Is it who else? Yes, it's a who did it. Who did it? And we know it's not Logan because it's quite obvious. Um, and this was a very toned down Logan from the series. Did you not? Th- apart from the fight, but as you said, he, he's not the Logan from. He's, he's grown up. He's become an officer in the navy. He's flying. Presumably, planes they've straightened him out. Flying planes in Afghanistan. He's not. Yeah, he, he's not. Not the impetuous kid that he was in the series. Hmm. See, one of the things I think the, the the film does exceptionally well is it is the series finale that we never got hmm. because even with the the finale of the series being as bittersweet as it was, the show could have carried on. And in hmm. fact, on the third season DVDs, there is a presentation for what would have been the fourth season, Veronica training to be an FBI agent, which is referenced in the film. Which is in the Easter egg. Very funny gag in the film from Leo, when she goes and meets Leo at, the, at whatever it is Leo's doing. And he, he says, I'm sure, I heard, I'm sure I heard you were an FBI agent. Yeah. In another life, perhaps. Yes, so, so that's referenced, even though mm. it didn't officially happen. Yeah. So this... But it's given extra weight by the fact that there is a ten-year gap in the story. Nine. Nine-year... Well, because, she, yeah, she's going back for a tenth-year high school reunion, isn't she? Well, she doesn't want to go to it. Yeah. But that's the reason that it's she's... nine years since she left Neptune to go and study law. And it's ten years 
So she presumably she did a year at June. She did a year at Hearst, and then she dropped out, as, as discussed in the lawyer. Yeah, by Jamie Lee Curtis. She did a year at Hearst. She then dropped out to go to Stanford. Yeah. And the locals are. Yeah, the locals <laughs> are out. Hey. Gotta love Wigan. No. <laughs> um, edit that. Bit. Uh, no. Yeah. So it's nine years since she left Neptune to go to Stanford to study law. Did it take nine years to study law? I would imagine being studying to be a lawyer does take a considerable amount of time. I imagine it's nine years, though. I thought it was five, but... I assume she's been at other law firms and this is her now just interviewing for a top law firm in New York. But I don't know that. No. That's not covered. Yeah, it's it's not really. It's just... But going back to the um, bit about dating Piz, when she meets Piz's boss in the radio station, they discuss the fact that Piz says, we dated for a few months in college... And for the last year, so yeah. for eight of eight, those eight years, years, we don't know what she was doing. We don't know who she was with. Who she was doing? No, no, no. <laughs> and then for the past year, she's been with Piz, and has still to meet Piz's parents. Yes, she's one of the things that's supposed to be happening. One of the main plot points of the film. Veronica sticks her nose in. As usual, in true Nancy Drew fashion, where it doesn't belong, she follows the investigation where it's going to go. Well, as she says herself, am I going down to the Batcave? Yes. And she does indeed go down to the Batcave. Uh, there's lots of symbolism about her unpacking her old life, having mm. packed it into a box. Called accessories. Yes. Is <laughs> that to hide it from her dad, or convince herself? That yeah. <laughs> she digs out a lot of things that we recognise from the series, her taser, her bag... No backup, because sadly backup will probably have passed on. Backup was her dog. Yeah. And Keith obviously hasn't replaced him, which seems fair enough, in my eyes. Keith also has a natty new house, rather than the shoddy apartment they used to live in. Yeah, so business must be good. Oh, I suspect they just couldn't get the location back. I couldn't afford the location. Yeah, yeah. Okay, reality check. Yes, that probably was, was the reason. But I'd like to think that Keith has been slightly more successful it, in the last nine years and does, afford a better apartment. It does mention within the plot that the newly corrupt Neptune Police Department means that Keith has a lot of work. She mm. does mention that in one so of her voiceovers. So mean he's, he's able to afford, afford a house yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of an apartment. Sadly, Don Lamb who was the sheriff in the series, was killed off, rather unceremonially, I thought, mm. in the series itself. But it does mean we get the wonderful Jerry O'Connell mm. as his brother, Dan Lamb. Also, when he got killed off in the series, he uh, managed to quote Mash. Yes. Which was cool. Uh, what was he? When he had to die, he went, I smell bread. I, yes, yeah. it was something like that. Which is a line from Mash. I like Jerry O'Connell. I think Jerry O'Connell I, has managed yeah. to, to, to parlay... His career into playing scumbags, and he plays them exceptionally well. He did an exceptional scumbag in Piranha 3D. Not seen. Uh, worth watching for the 3D scene where Kelly Brook swims naked for five minutes. Eh. Kelly Brook in 3D, do I need to draw you a picture? Yeah, 3D doesn't work in my eye. Ah, right, I've okay. Got dodgy eyes, I don't it's still Kelly Brook swimming uh, naked for five minutes. Even in 2D. Yeah, yeah, yeah even in 2D, worth watching. Uh, yeah, One okay. would imagine. Um, but I, I, my only, I'm trying to think, Sliders is about probably the thing I saw him in most. And who'd have thought that the that him from Stand By Me would have been the one that went on to have a career I, and still be alive? I regularly watch Will Wheaton on YouTube. Yes, on yeah, Will Wheaton's still, yeah, all right, Will Wheaton's still around. Veronica's investigator. We don't want to give away the ending. Okay. Uh, well, they won't give away the ending completely. Although the amount of people that they managed to bring back 
from the show was impressive. Mm. The only one they didn't manage to get was Carrie Bishop, the murder victim yes. of the film. Leighton Meester was filming yes, something else, apparently. Be, yeah. So they had to recast. recast they basically get around this by having a wear a, a blue wig for the majority of the film. Well, because she reinvents herself as this pop star and wears a lot of makeup and wigs and things, so yeah, you can probably. And lots of the footage of her is grainy iPod camera footage where she's slightly off camera. Yeah. One would imagine they wouldn't have done that if they got the original actress back. No, the, the only sort of close-ups you see are the stuff as her made up as the pop stars. So yeah. You, you can get away with the fact it's not the original actress. Yeah. So everyone else came back. Even little cameo appearances, there are people from the show. Mm. It was quite... For the amount of money that they had to spend, the amount of people that they got to come back... Mm. Plus appearances by Jamie Lee Curtis and James Franco. Mm. Is, they can't have paid those two people any money at all mm, no. to come in and do it. So either Rob Thomas has called in a lot of favours. I would imagine so. Or basically they were fans of the show. Dak Shepard shows up <laughs> in a magnificently <laughs> funny cameo. I was just, just wetting myself. Dak Shepard is, is Kristen Bell's husband. Are they married, aren't they? They are they married. Are married. Is yeah. Dax, is Kristen Bell's husband. And we see, oh, it appears as a guy in a nightclub trying to pick her up. Yeah. She's just like two fingers down the throat, practically. Yes. Completely disgusted by him, and I'm just pissed at oh, myself. Hysterically funny scene. <laughs> Looking back at the trailer, he is briefly in the trailer. I didn't realise. Didn't watch the trailer? No. Well, I had watched the trailer, but I didn't spot him. Um, so he was a nice surprise and had me just. Yeah, James Franco was a surprise to me. Yeah, I didn't know he was in I it. I didn't know he was in it either, because I don't watch trailers of films I'm interested in seeing. I'd certainly avoided everything about this film. I watched the trailer and avoided everything else. Because I, so I didn't know anything. I, I think I'd, it had been leaked, Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. But given yeah, that she's no, in the I'd, first I'd, five I'd, minutes I'd, and I'd, that's I'd, it. She was in the trailer, so I knew that. Right, yeah. so it doesn't really matter that I no. knew that. That didn't really spoil anything. Mm. So I think the ultimate question is do we feel it was worth it? Do we feel we got its money's worth? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree as well. The dialogue is, is razor sharp. I think Kristen Bell is smart enough as a woman to realise that she's probably never going to have a part as good as Veronica Mars. No. Certainly her film output since Veronica finished has been disappointing at best. She's never bad. I, I don't think I've actually seen... I've, I've got... Is it Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes, I've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. sitting on my TiVo. She's, she's, she's the girlfriend. Being the shadow that I am, I put Kristen Bell in my wish list on TiVo. <laughs> anyway. No, Kristen oh. Bell's just in your wish list. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my TiVo wish list. Um, so it's actually ones of TiVo I have forgetting Sarah Marshall City on my TiVo but I haven't watched it yet also some other drama thing that I can't remember what it's called but I haven't well irrespective of the aesthetically pleasing appearance of Kristen Bell I think she's a pretty good actress yeah and the only thing I've seen her in since and I like her in is House of Lies right which she is it's it's kind of like a grown up Veronica she gives as good as she gets she Gets to swear, which she never well, comes to work. Oh, she does. Well, there is swearing in. Uh, there is swearing in the film. <laughs> PG thirteen, you're allowed one occurrence of the word fuck, and and she uses it magnificently. Yes, they they use it very well. It's it's yeah, it's well well very well. This done. podcast is PG thirteen, so we're allowed that one usage. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. I just oh. wasted it. Oh. <laughs> 
Yes, Veronica uses it well. I have to watch myself now. Yes, you do have to watch yourself now. You can beef it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that means I have to edit it. I can't be arsed. This ah. is just going up as it is. Dude. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Kristen Bell is smart enough. Like, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Lauren Graham, I don't think they're going to get as good parts as they had in their respective TV mm. shows. Sarah Michelle as Buffy. Lauren no. Graham in Gilmore Girls. No. They may have done other work that was good. They may have done yeah. other work that was worthy. I, I don't think they will ever have a part that matches them so well. No, no. Because I, I watch Lauren Graham in Parenthood, and she's okay, but it's not Lorelai. And to me, she always will be Lorelai. Mm. And it's, it's Kristen Bell seems smart enough to realise that. She yeah. seems a very smart... And, uh, but, and House of Light is really funny, really smart show. Um, it's not her show, though. No, it's not. It, it, it's Don Cheadle's show. John Cheadle's show. But, in certainly this current, in the third season, she has got more of a role in that she's not... She was part of Don's team, Don's character's team, um, but now she's kind of stuck out on her own, and now they're on equal footing in the firm. Right. Don set up... Uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I only watched a couple of episodes of House of Lies. I didn't anyway, dislike it. He's kind of set up his own consultancy firm, and um, Christian's character Jeannie was still working for the old firm that they used to work for, but she's now moved over, and but she, as a partner on equal footing. Right. So she's, you know, on terms with him, um, and she gives as good as she gets, and it's really, really good performance, I think. I think she's a very engaging actress. Mm. She's, well, she's, she also seems in person to have a pretty cool sense of humour about herself. Yeah. Well, I've, I've seen um, if, um, Craig Ferguson. Yes, I've watched a couple of when, interviews with when, when she went to Paris with Craig Ferguson and they did a whole, seri- whole week of shows from Paris, they were brilliant. Mm. You know, she was just like messing about with Craig and apart, by all accounts they're really good friends. And she comes across as a really nice person. Yeah, really smart. Yeah. And I don't know where I was going with that. She comes across as really yeah, smart. She comes across as really smart, and and I, yeah, you're right. I don't think she she's ever going to get a role that is quite as good as Ronnie. But Kimmer. the fact that she's clever enough to realise that yeah. the amount of people who quit the television shows to go on to other things oh. that subsequently never materialise. Mr. Will Wheaton. Mr. Will Wheaton. Yeah. Um, but, it's Anthony Edwards in ER. But Will Will has been gracious enough to say that he made a mistake. Yes. If you look at the reunion stuff with him and the Next Gen cast, where he said, "Like, I'm really sorry, I made a mistake," and they all went, "You were a kid." Yeah. We forget. You know. You know. We were 17 years old. 17, 18 years old. You, you 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 thought you could go off and do better. They're all like, well, we probably would have done the same at your age. Mm. The rest we were of them were smart enough to realise it was a steady paycheck. We were older and wiser, and yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and to be fair, Will, but Will's not been arrogant about it. He's just like, oh, I made a mistake in that. And now, if, if you watch him on Geek and Sundry, he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, Will Wheaton comes across as a top guy. Yeah. He's a really good guy. So Kristen Bell got credited as executive producer. Which is fair enough. She has been a staunch proponent of the show. She was key in getting the film made. She's been very active in promoting it. She's, I, I think she's, she's realised it is the perfect marriage of actress and character. She also looks pretty damn good in the film. Being pregnant has give her a figure. It's not that she was an unpleasant looking woman to begin with, because she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But being pregnant gave her 
hips and thighs and, and boobs, which the film makes a joke about. Dick greets yeah. her at the door and says, yeah, have you your boobs look bigger? Have <laughs> work done, your boobs look bigger. So do yours. Which is, um, which is a very... There are lots of, of funny in-dokes in the movie, if you're a fan. I don't know how it plays to non-fans. Yeah, that's something... I... Sorry, just text you film, make sure you know... No, it's okay, just make sure um, they're right for that. Uh, because we're not non-fans. Yeah, that, that's, so... that's the only thing where I was on, on the third watching. <laughs> yeah, I've only watched it once. <laughs> I just... Now that's, I, I don't understand why I don't normally watch films over and over again. Not these days, anyway. Not since my youth. Adulthood. Yes, when I was, I watch films over and over again. I, I just felt the need to watch it multiple times, and subsequently have seen things that I didn't spot the first time round, like the fact that on Dick's computer the lotto numbers are the, the Kickstarter final figure. Are they? Yes. Excellent. So you've got the lotto, it's 500 million, whatever. That was, I, I looked at him and that number looks familiar to me. Right. Got Kickstarter, sure enough, that was one of the Easter eggs that, you know, while they're watching the Jane Franco video, there's a little lotto, lotto number right. to the side, and it's the Kickstarter number. Right, okay. Mm. Yeah, the, the, she looks pretty damn good. Considering she was what hmm. four weeks out from having a baby, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. She she had just had a baby when they made the film. Uh, Logan is looking a bit older. It has to be said. Yeah. Uh, I think Wallace has aged the best in the ten year gap. He didn't look any different. No, Wallace Fennell didn't look any different, did he? Uh, well, I, would, I, would, I would argue that Mac Mac had, lo- Mac had lost a lot of weight. Um, yeah, but didn't look. Different hair and looks different, but not necessarily older. Yeah, um, I think the weight loss contributed Keith didn't look to any older. No, Keith, the Keith had greyed a bit. Yeah. But I think the thing with Keith Mars is he didn't watch him regular yeah. person of interest. But he didn't have a lot of hair anyway. Yeah, so, so was, yeah. people who lose their young don't age. Hence me. You hope. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm hoping for the opposite. Yes, you hope you're going for the silver fox, Luke. Oh, is what it is. <laughs> All told, I am not an unhappy Kickstarter back. No, no. I think it was well worth the $60 that I pledged just to get the film. It well, plays that... as the series finale we didn't get. But also, and people commenting on this, and I would agree, is that it could also be a new pilot. Yes. The way Which, it ends the way is it setting ends up another, another series, series or a series of films. And, and funnily enough, the poster that I, uh, on the night was going, yeah, it's like a pilot. Th- they were saying it as a criticism. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd, I, I would like a lot more pilots to be like movies so that if they don't get made, you can still put them out like they used to in the 80s. Yes, uh, they would put them out as TV but, movies. Now, is that a UK... Did, did we just get them as TV movies because the US didn't want no, them? No, I think in America, the original, what they would earn them as TV movies, and if they were successful, right. they would go to series. So, yeah, which doesn't happen now. You, no. you, you spend, I don't know, thousands, millions of dollars on a pilot and then, get, like, Wonder Woman and go, no, nah, we're not bothering Yeah, that. we're not going to show it. So, well, even, even that money. as well. Yeah, even that as well. In the old days, they would just earn the pilot. Yes. Nowadays, they will reshoot if they recast. Yeah. But why? So why not make your pilot, pitch your pilot like a movie? Therefore, worst case scenario, you've got an hour, yeah, hour and a half, hour and half TV, TV movie that will, you can show, and then you can stick it on a cable network <laughs> on syndication, or whatever, and make a bit of money. Rather, and then we can watch and go, yeah, and be satisfied that oh, okay, I got to watch Wonder Woman as a TV movie rather than a crap download without any special effects. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> well, you could still see the wires. Yeah, but why not? 
go for, hey, let's create, think pilot, movie, create it as a movie, if it's successful and people go, yeah, we like this, then think about series, stop making pilots as a 90 minute, uh, an hour, this is going to be a series, because it might not be. Mm. Why not do the old 80s trick of, hey, create a TV movie, and then you've got a TV movie. Worst case scenario, you've got a TV movie. Yeah. Best case scenario, you've got a pilot for a series. That yeah, then gets instead of just putting it on the shelf. Yeah, and then let let the public decide whether it's good enough for a series. Yeah. Let's not... I mean, the networks have shown time and again that they haven't... Flipping clue! <laughs> well done. I said, you haven't a flipping clue as to what they're doing. Fox, on a regular basis, don't know what they're doing. How are they still in existence? Why are we not in season 10 of Firefly? Fox is still in existence because they're bankrolled by Murdoch, but that's a whole other podcast that we're not getting into. But why why not just create create it? Think, right, we'll create a film. But that we with an may o- spin off to a series. With an open ending that allows us to go, either go for a sequel or go for a series or whatever. It doesn't have to be a film that ends and frankly how many films these days do come with a finale ending because they're always they leave thinking, it on for franchise yeah, they're always looking for a well it's, it's the lost syndrome the pilot to lost doesn't work as a pilot it works as a setup for a series and that's just the way it's gone I think the Veronica Mars pilot is one of the best television pilots ever yeah. but it's only a standard 45 minute episode but yeah, but that's maybe that's where they're going wrong. Because back in the eighties, I remember lots of stuff where, oh, I watched it and went, oh, that was that was a film. No, it wasn't a film. It was a pilot. It was a pilot for a TV, TV show, show that never got that, picked that up. Never got picked up. But here in the UK, was just was ne- we never got told. Yeah, we, we just saw the internet. TV movie. We didn't know these were pilots. We yes. Were just like, it was like, oh, that's a TV movie. All oh, right, that was a nice little TV movie. I enjoyed it. It was ninety minutes. Done. Pity it never got a series. Yeah. But we didn't know that it wasn't. No, we didn't the know. There were there was always indicators. There was that Greg Evigan thing where he could see the future. You remember that one? The, no. I, I remember thinking that will have been a pilot. Yes. All right. Well, do you want? We can wrap it up if you want. No, no. Because Phil's going to be here in a minute. Yeah, isn't it? You can pause it if you want. All right. Okay. I have to edit them. Oh. <laughs> I have to pee. Scott needs it's a piss. So, um, because he's got a bladder of an infant, yes. Uh, We'll be back in a minute just to do our wrap-up. Hung like an infant. Yes, there is that. Thank you very much. I'll probably put another trailer in, because apparently Scott doesn't understand not editing. And uh, (laughs) he'll be back back when he siphoned himself. together from the disparate reaches of geekdom, here in this restaurant booth are the most powerful forces of geek ever assembled. Ryan, the toy geek. Scott, the award-winning radio host. Jeff, Scott's minion. Ron, just Ron, dedicated to truth, justice, and geek for all mankind, it's Dinner for Geeks. Dinner for Geeks proudly crusades at twotruefreaks.com. Voice recorder visual.
Right. I don't know how this is going to work out because my battery died. So we're recording this on Scott's phone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, finally, the wrap-up. I don't consider this to have been a waste of money. I think it was an exceptional film. It was yep. nice to see them all again. The fact that there is a ten-year gap gives it a certain gravitas that it wouldn't have had if it was just a finale to the series. And I think it's wrapped it all up very well. If we get a sequel, or a series of sequels, that will be nice. I know there are two novels in the planning stages, one of which is scheduled to be released not in the very near future. I'd rather have a series than another film. I don't think we're going to get a series. I honestly think if if we're going to get further Veronica Mars adventures, they're going to take the form of Star Trek-like movies. Mm. I'd be happy with a series of TV movies, like the Tom yeah. Selleck things or that the, he's currently um, doing. Alien Nation did. Or Alien, like Alien Nation, just yeah. Watch <laughs> I'd be yeah, happy with that. Time. Yeah, that would be good. But I, I just feel that... I wasn't disappointed, but I did feel like I wanted to see more. But and isn't that the best way to be? Yeah, yeah, wanting more is good, but that's... Be, I suppose more because having seen them in a series, you see more of the characters, you know. You knew more about the characters. You weren't going to get that in ninety minutes. Hmm. You won't get as much. The problem connection with the characters with a film like the Star Trek series is every film has to be earth-shattering events. Yeah. Whereas the series could tell personal stories. Everyone disses on Star Trek Insurrection because it's a big budget episode of the TV show. Hmm. But for me, I didn't see anything wrong with that. I think Star Trek Insurrection's one of my favourite next-gen movies Hmm. because it feels like an episode of the show. You don't have to save the world every week on television. But when you're releasing a movie, it has to be big stakes. And the Veronica Mars movie's big stake was a regular character who's been accused of murder. But the thing is that there are other outlets now that there weren't back then. Yes, I mean, they could do Netflix. Netflix, YouTube, Amazon Prime, there's, there's, there are options that would allow you, on a lower budget, to produce a series and put it out there for the fans. Right. It doesn't have to be on a network, that, well, or a traditional network, should we say. The fact is, if, if you look at some of the stuff that Geek and Sunry are doing on YouTube, it's awesome, I and mean, their, their new series, Caper, is great. And it's only like five, ten minute episodes, which is almost not enough, but it's still fun to watch and, right. and shows the potential. And you got, but that's that's people. Amy Berg, is it Amy Berg, from um, Eureka, mm. creating this series, getting people. You know, okay, it's it's actors that she's friends with and worked with and stuff. And the Geek and Sundry is run by um, Felicia, Felicia, Day. Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. So that's again people she's friendly with. But that's the start. You you work with your friends. You work. You get stuff out there and show that there is a market out there for people who want to watch snippets of shows or more than snippets of shows, but are not tied to the traditional distribution media of the networks and TVs and stuff like that. I can spend hours watching stuff on YouTube. I don't, I can't believe it myself. Look <laughs> back on it, but Geek and Sundry and other stuff can keep me amused for hours on YouTube in a way that I just wouldn't have imagined six months, twelve months ago. Right. Um, and it's... It, there's, there's, a, there's a media... There's a distribution system out there that allows... Stuff cult that, shows. Cult sh- yes. Shows with low audiences. With, but, but a, a loyal... But audience, loyal. Loyal. Yeah. 
normally tech savvy yes. and able to access YouTube, you know, not relying on their local cable network, their local TV station over here in the UK, whatever, to show them stuff, able to go and find what they want in a way that just wasn't available ten years ago. Like, well, like we said at the beginning of the show, bringing it all back round for the end, because you think I was a professional at this. Really? Okay. <laughs> it's... I believe you. This couldn't have happened two years ago. Oh. That we would not have got a Veronica Mars movie two years ago. And for me, Kickstarter's pretty much earned its right to exist just by producing this movie for me. I've hmm. said many times before, I will pay the BBC licence fee just for Doctor Who. Hmm. And I'm happy to do so. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with paying the BBC licence fee, even though I'm not watching it regularly, but there's usually Doctor Who, a couple other shows a year, that make me think, yeah, this is probably pretty good value for money. When I look at the price of an HBO subscription or, or Sky or Sky subscription yeah I'm just thinking they're way more than the TV license yeah. and I'm not watching stuff but people, that's on people Sky. are sucked into that because it's only a certain amount of money a month they're yes. not looking at the overall yearly picture oh, that no, they're paying but, but, but no, it's the same for me for my uh, TV license it goes out every month to direct debit and right, I'm, I'm paying you, you one pay go. up front mm-hmm. I know um, but mine's going out as a direct debit and I don't notice it um but I do find, if there's any channel I'm tuning into, it's BBC One, BBC Two, more than any other. This all, all BBC Three is going. Oh, it's terrible. Have you seen what's on BBC Three? <laughs> like, oh, it's it's a breeding ground for comedy. No, oh, little, little little Britain started on it. No, it didn't. Little Britain started on radio. That's true. Yeah. And then very quickly got promoted to BBC Two, BBC One. So. I'm sorry, but that would have gone from radio to BBC Two if BBC Three did. Yeah, back in the day. I like yeah. Bad Education. I haven't watched it. I mean, I no. find that quite I, funny. I, I, I think Whitehouse is Jack all right. Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall's yeah. Yeah, he's all right, but I just, no. I, I, I'm just, I, and I, I will tune into the Family Guy and American Dad reruns. At, but late, they're on late Fox. At, late at night. Yeah, we can watch them on Fox. See, I never got that far up the Right. Okay, okay. But, yeah, but, but that's not... Good enough to justify the millions of pounds of license fee money that's going on it. I think BBC Four is a much more interesting channel than BBC Three. Yeah, um, but even that, I'm still not watching. I'm watching vast majority of stuff is US stuff by nefarious means, or, <laughs> um, or I, I recently signed up to Amazon Prime just because they were putting the price up, and I thought I can use the f- cheap, the uh, quick delivery thing. On, by the way, I'll look at some of the streaming stuff. And it's not brilliant. Everybody says, well, Netflix is so much better. Yeah, but it's, I'm still not convinced that these services are there yet, but they're getting there. And eventually, the tra- traditional broadcasters are going to have to change their tack. And the fact that the BBC are going, oh, we're going to put BBC3 online. Well, is that any difference from Netflix or any of these other Yeah, things? well... And it's not like they're cancelled. They're just putting it online... And if the vast majority of their audience, I think, will be able to still, we'll be still be able to watch it through on-demand yeah. services, and if it's good enough, if anything, they'll be able to get a better gauge of what's good and what's bad because they will see exactly how many times it gets streamed or exactly how many times it gets downloaded, rather than a guess based on ratings that everybody knows are flaky. Yes, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've and wasted <laughs> our one fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, see, I'll have to put an explicit oh, tag on this. Oh, Jesus. Well, Veronica Mars is proof. I'm good here. You'll be bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no, astonishingly but, but, shocking. The, the, it's proof that the, the, the studios need to I rethink think, their strategy. I, the networks need to rethink their strategy. Online is the future. Whether they well, like it's it like digital not. comics. It's like yeah. I, I am still a, a big fan of paper and paper comics, but I, I, I'm now looking at Comicsology and the Marvel app and going, actually, this is a lot of fun. And to deny this is to basically be a luddite. It's to deny that this yeah. is going to be the future, probably. And, and I've got to the point where reading comics on my phone is now just as valid as reading comics, paper comics. Yeah, I wouldn't squint on a phone, but on a, on a oh, no, I love reading them on the phone. Ooh, no, oh no, I really do. Because you don't have to carry your tablet with you. You've always got your phone with you. Yeah, I've used a couple of tablet yeah. Anyway, but I, 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 yeah, I'll read comics on the tablet now because it's just... I, I'm reading stuff that I actually have sat on a bookshelf in my spare room. <laughs> but it's <laughs> easier but it's on the tablet. it's easier on the tablet because I can yeah. then... I can A, check my emails or I can go and... Oh, I'll watch something on iPlayer and then go back to a comic. I'm not... I can... I'm becoming slightly teenage and flitting between things, no, which no, is crap. That's, that's but um, no, I, I think I like the convenience. Particularly not if I go go up visiting my mum. I'm away from home for a few days. Load your iPad up. I load my iPad up with comics and TV shows, and I'm sorted. So if there's nothing decent on telly, I'll head to my room and I'll read some comics and I'll watch TV. And I didn't have to fill suitcase full of comics like the uh, old uh, oh, or DVDs or whatever. Um, I can watch them at my convenience on one device. It's just the convenience. You just can't beat the convenience. Mm. You really can't. No, no, I have, um, I have come around to the digital revolution. Yeah, I, I think the Veronica Mars movie will change things. It shows that we have a voice. Well, yes. This film would not exist without us, yeah. basically. And I'm extremely happy that it does exist. I think it's, it's fan service. No yeah. doubt, it yeah. was made for people who watch the show. The mm. references are all there for people who watch the show. I mean, I know what we were certainly watching it, going, "It's him! He was in one episode." <laughs> and the fact that Sam Huntington from Being Human showed up—he was in a couple of episodes of the show. Do you know who's in the monkey suit? He was in the monkey suit. Ryan Henson. Is it? Yeah. Is that Ryan? Henson? Supposedly, he's going to be on a blooper reel on the DVD. Right. Okay. Fair because enough. he'd finished his shooting and was also, was just hanging around the set and. Um, they just went, oh, um, we need somebody to get in this gorilla suit and dance around. And he went, I'll do it. But it didn't tell Ken Marino or Christopher right, that it was him. So it wasn't, he, he, they did the scene and then he took the, the costume off. Right. And that was my, Which, I love seeing Vinnie Van Lowe again. Oh, he's brilliant. I love Vinnie Van Lowe. Why is Ken Marino not in more stuff? Well, do you know what he is in? He's in the Eurosmith video is at he? Disney. I did not know. The Eurosmith video that you watch when you're queuing up for, um, what's the Eurosmith ride? Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, yes. Marino's in that. Is he? Yes. I've watched, He's I've the guy there, at the meeting desk. I didn't know. That's Ken Marino. <gasps> Brilliant. Because when we last time we went, I said, it's Vinny Van Loo. <laughs> <laughs> and Angela was like, oh, totally. <laughs> Vinny Van Loo is brilliant. <laughs> Everything comes back to Disney. Doesn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's brilliant. So, yeah, I think Veronica Mars will change things. And I'm, I'm glad we contributed. So. And I'm glad it exists. Well, not, a lot of the yeah. criticism I've read, it doesn't look like a film. I don't agree with that. I think it, it looks like a low-budget film, mm-hmm. but it looks like a film. Yeah. And a lot better than some films I've watched. Yeah. It's, films I've watched. I think the lighting's very good. Yeah. It still carries that femme fatale noir thing, especially given out who the bad guy turns out to be, mm. or one of the bad guys. Mm. I enjoyed it. 
Yeah. I'm happy Absolutely. we backed it. I'm happy that it exists. Absolutely. I was happy to give my money to it. Yeah. I'm not disappointed. No, not in any way disappointed. Right, we're expecting other people, and we're sat outside the pub because it's quiet, I think, which is why you can hear the birds, and it's now getting very cold. Not Michigan cold. Or Minnesota cold. I've, or done, Minnesota min- I've, cold. I've done Minnesota cold. But still it's cold, cold nevertheless. Still, yeah. So we're going to go. Yeah, I know this was rambling, but I hope you enjoyed it. You know, I, I always enjoy talking to Scott. <laughs> I always enjoy talking bullshit yeah, to I Scott. I do wonder why. No, because you're my bestie. BFF, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to go and get another pint because my glass is empty. Oh, yes. My cup does not run us over. Okay. Uh, so the last 12 minutes that Scott's going to have to send me because my battery died. Uh, and that's it. So Palace of Glistering Lights episode zero or a Hey Kids comic special, whichever it ends up going up as. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I've often thought we should just tape our conversations and throw them up on the internet. Somebody would listen to them. Let's find out. Yes. <laughs> Should we just make a, a separate yeah. podcast? As, as Scott and Andy talk shite. Let's <laughs> go say go and geek is under YouTube. Leave your comments underneath. Yes. <laughs> Did Scott, you find this interesting or yeah. boring as hell? Scott and Andy talk shite for an hour and a half every time they go to the pub. Yeah. We we can do this all. Oh time. yeah, and have. <laughs> and, yeah. You have missed years of stuff. Years, years yeah. of quality <laughs> rambling. Or not, as the case Has may be. been missed. I want another Carly and Black Label. Scott wants another John Smiths. And we're going to go now, which I'm sure you're all saying, thank God. And uh, me and Mike will be back on Thursday. And if I can corral Scott into doing something else, I'll bring him along. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. used in the show are copyright their respective copyright holders and are used for review and illustrative purposes only and no infringement is intended so don't send your phalanx of highly paid lawyers after us as we have no money. Certainly this show is not turned into a lucrative revenue stream as no money is made from this either which vexes us. And we can be emailed directly at heykidscomics at virginmedia.com We can also be friended on Facebook by using heykids, all one word as the first name, and comics as the surname. We do hope you enjoyed this episode of Hey Kids Comics. We are silly friends, a long time ago.